0: In the name of Allah, the gracious, the merciful. Assalamu alaikum. This is the Conviction Project, a podcast where we leave you with no doubts about Islam. My name is Marij Rana, Muhammad,
1: and I am Farhan Iqbal. Muhammad, Muhammad, Rasool Allah, Rasool Allah. Rasulullah Muhammadur Rasulullah Rabbi Salli Allah Nabikadanyawaba sinsa.
0: You know, recently we've been uh discussing many issues that I guess, um, are of concern to those Muslims, those Ahmadi Muslims that grew up here um, in Western countries where they have, you know, differences of culture, uh, differences of language, differences of just a general different way of being. Um, And often, you know, the question that comes up growing up is, you know, are my religious values compatible with the values of uh, the society in which I live in? And one of the things uh, which I think consistently kind of shows up, uh, one of the many things uh, is dancing. You know, are we able to dance? I remember uh, growing up here in Canada and in um going to school elementary school at a very young age you know uh, we had dance classes you know we were just one whole class dedicated to dance and we would learn like all these different dances and different moves and different steps and throughout you know high school you know there was dance club um, hip-hop dance uh, break dancing and it was always really cool uh, it was Choreographed in different ways. Um, even nowadays, you know, uh, even more there's K uh, industry. It's Korean pop, and one of the styles of K-pop is uh, the dance. It's very choreographed, and uh, and and it looks very nice because the way it's very artistic, and the way. Um, it presents itself. And then, you know, people in my generations are, uh, you know, a bit older than I am. They're always concerned about dancing at weddings. You know, are we allowed to dance at weddings? You know, if it's just uh, one gender, you know, if it's just females, are females allowed to dance uh, amongst other females? If it's just males, you know, are, are they allowed to dance? I'm not sure why males would be dancing in front of males, but they are, uh, is K. And, you know, what are the limits? What are the drawbacks? Uh, Where do we draw the line in dancing? So I thought, you know, today, we should cover this topic. Uh, So Fran, you know, what's what's your take on on dancing? Is is it as uh, complex as I've made it out? Or is it quite straightforward?
1: Uh, You were laughing uh, almost uh, at the idea of uh, men dancing in front of other men. But the fact is that in Pakistan, you see that happen. And if you turn on the news channels, uh, uh, the possibility is that you will see footage of uh, men uh, dancing. I think they even have a term for it uh, at, at times of celebrations. Um, I don't don't remember the term anymore but at those times of celebrations they start doing that and and other men are there and they're also dancing so it's like a sort of a victory dance Uh, so dancing is uh, something very you know, it's it's something that is very common uh, in all cultures even in in, uh, in, in Muslim countries you find it happen uh, even in Saudi Arabia there, there are there are moves that these uh, the royal family there. They, they, I've seen that them celebrate occasions uh, where they are moving their body in a certain way, not a, not not the kind of dancing that we perceive in the West, but sort of a different kind of dancing. But it is you know if you want to categorize. Read, read,
0: read they dance with swords exactly i, right? I, I remember seeing something like that there's exactly. a sword dance associated exactly yeah.
1: so it's it's something i mean it's 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 still dance and 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 they're still doing it so w- where does uh, islam draw the line and how does islam approach this topic the answer you know i, I think i mentioned this in in the in the previous uh, podcast as well that that uh, you know the, the When it comes to jurisprudence, when it comes to fiqh, when it comes to matters of what is right and what is wrong, of course we have something called the muhkamat in the Quran. The Quran calls the muhkamat absolute clear-cut commandments. And then there are also mutashabihat, the Quran calls um, statements that require some understanding, some background knowledge, some interpretation and so on and so forth. So when it comes to okay. mohkamahat, when it comes to those absolute commandments, it's very clear, worship God, do not associate any partners with God, be kind to others, uh, be polite, all these kind of things are there. Uh, all these kind of commandments are there, very clear. But uh, when, when you really break down certain commandments, for instance, you start asking, okay, I know how to worship God, okay, I know that the commandment is to worship God, but how do I worship God? And then you start explaining the salat and the namaz and all that. And then when you get into the more deeper stuff, uh, how to hold hands, how to go in sajda, how to go... So it gets gets, uh, what you can say more fluid as you get into depth. And as you get into those nitty-gritty details, there's more freedom... Uh, allowed in terms of how to practice. So as long as you have the good intentions, that's why it always comes down to what the Prophet Muhammad peace and blessings of God be upon him, what he said uh, is: int- actions are rewarded based on intentions. Right? If your intention mm-hmm. is that you want to worship God and you're sincere, then if there is some nitty gritty that you didn't know or you didn't cover. God is not some someone who's going to pick you on that. God is going to see mm-hmm. your heart. Um, there's an, there's a hadith also about this that uh, when it comes to our appearances, God is not interested in how we are our outward appearances as much as he's interested in uh, the appearance of the heart or something like that. I I don't know the exact Mm -hmm. words of the hadith, but what, what what it basically is saying is that our heart, our intention, our sincerity is what really matters when it comes to these things. So the same applies, I mean, when it comes to dancing, uh, let me just, uh, uh, before you ask me anything, let me just quickly mention the verse, this is in chapter 24, verse number 32, where this is coming from, Uh, it's all about piety, and and it's about uh, women uh, dressing properly, modestly, um, and all those other discussions that we've had already, it's a long verse, the, uh, the last part of the verse, or it says, uh, وَلَا بِأَرْجُلِهِنَّ مَا يُخْفِينَ مِنْ زِينَتِهِنَ And it means they strike not their feet, that is the women strike not their feet so that what they hide of their ornaments may become known. So what is what is what is basically the commandment the the muhkamat from the commandment from among the muhkamat the clear cut commandment here is that they should not do the kind of dancing that is not pious or that is uh, vulgar or offensive or the one where they are revealing their beauty that kind of dancing is absolutely no no and the Quran is very clear about that that is not allowed, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes,
0: please. Yeah. So, so, so you know, when I, when I, when I hear that verse, that you know, striking their feet, um, I'm reminded of you know, um, various uh, like various films, to be honest, various Bollywood films, uh, where you know, uh, there's this concept of a of a, uh, a kotewali. You know, like someone who 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 who's uh, like a brothel, and you know, there's dances that go on in brothels, and like there's this man that's just laying there, he's kind of inclined, and he's just watching this dance. And you know, this is common in different cultures, in different Asian cultures. Um, you know, in Genghis Khan's time as well. You know, there were dancers, and there were people who who would wear kind of like anklets and 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 then they would dance with those anklets and they would make a lot of like a like a chun chun noise. Um and and, and that would be uh commonly associated with um, you know, women who who would frequent brothels. And That part, I I can understand that given the historical context of that era, given the historical context of that time, of of what entertainment was and, you know, um, different levels of, you know, what dancing was associated with during that time to how dancing has kind of evolved and it's changed. You know, like now there's like Zumba fitness classes, which, which is a, a fitness class where where you dance. And, and all, the whole point is, is that if you can move your body in, in a certain way for long periods of time, you will burn, um, you know, X number of calories. And, and that's the goal of dancing. So given what you said earlier, it sounds like that if that's your intention is to kind of lose weight, then dancing is okay because the, the 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 context in which you're dancing the intention with what you're dancing it doesn't seem as if you know it's to attract other men it's it doesn't seem like it's to you know uh do anything vulgar in any way you're just trying to uh move your body in a way
1: that you lose the most amount of calories yeah.
0: is that is that something along I, the line i i, of I would
1: say? i would not uh sorry i'm interrupting you but um I wouldn't. I wouldn't like make sweeping statements about uh, you know uh, the one behavior or another or a fitness class or another fitness class or what happens here, what happens there, uh, especially when it's something that I have not experienced myself. Um, so I mean, I, I I can talk about it in principle, and 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 in, 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 and it's always best, you know, to avoid all of these things, right? Even the Zumba class that you mentioned. Because you know the thing is that the Quran, even though it's the, the clearly talking about a form of dance which is uh, which is vulgar and uh, obscene and all that, but at the same time, the Quran, uh, in principle, says, uh, for instance, about adultery, uh, Excuse me, meaning that stay away from even things that can take you close to adultery, right? So places where um, you are in danger of committing adultery, avoid those. Uh, you know, this is like a principle that the, the Quran has given. And, and we were talking about it again in our previous um, podcast as well, as well. We have talked about this, how in principle, stay away from things that lead to sin or evil. So when we take a stand uh, and say, okay, there's a fitness class or there's some other event. uh, Well, it's not so vulgar or it's not vulgar at all. It has other purposes. You know, I would say that that is something that is just a step towards something which may be a lot worse. So why get into something which, uh, which uh, which can take you uh further into something and then you want to try some other things so it's better to to avoid all these. i mean fitness for instance i mean back to the same there are other ways right to to to, to lose weight to you know it's not the last uh, activity in the world which can um, get you there Uh, dancing Mm -hmm. is is such an integral part of this society that we live in which is why um, maybe that is something that has been entered, that has entered into into uh, gym classes as well. But but you know, I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend that. I mean, I'm, again, I'm coming back to the same thing. But the best judgment of this is a person himself or herself, right? I, mm-hmm. I I again, I have not experienced all of these things, but you can be the. I'm talk, we're talking in principle uh, mm-hmm. of, of, of what the Quran is saying. Now there was another top t- topic. Quickly, I want to touch upon that that you mentioned about uh, weddings, or, or at least the the place where women are dancing in front of other women. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Quran. Uh, from the uh, Khalifa al Masih, uh, the head of the Ahmadiyya, the current head of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, may Allah be his helper, has forbidden that as well. And he's given a very clear fatwa. We, we call it fatwa or decree because he's mm-hmm. a learned scholar who has seen everything and studied everything. And he's making a, a very sound judgment on, on what is mm-hmm. right and what is wrong. And, you know, again, I, I, in my personal opinion, you know mm-hmm. i i haven't, I haven't seen uh, az Masih explain it this way but in my personal opinion it's the same principle here that don't go mm-hmm. towards something that will take you into something even worse and okay. uh even so, yeah so, yeah for,
0: from my understanding you have uh, kind of like a like a letter or or, or is is it a letter that you no, have no where... he
1: said it in in one of his friday sermons i i can get a reference it, okay. yeah yeah
0: yeah, if you could get a reference that'd be great because I think that's something that we can uh send out with this episode uh, where the the, uh, the khalifa has given clear instructions um on, you know, women dancing uh, amongst other women um at a at a kind of like a wedding wedding ceremony or wedding reception whether that be like a Mendi or a dolki or um whatever um different, you know, ceremony that takes place nowadays. Uh, in South Asian families. But, you, you know, you know I, th- I think this is very important because I guess this is another way of how we receive guidance in, in a time where things are constantly changing. Uh, you know, time is always... We, we, we talked about, you know, Certain people, they raise this accusation that, oh, why should I listen to this verse? Because it's 1400 years old and this doesn't apply. And then they try to find loopholes of how this verse can apply to them. Um, and even I'm guilty of that sometimes. But I think when you have clear guidance from Khalifatul Masih, uh, the current Khalifa, of how you can kind of uh, integrate certain ideas that are, that are very current um, into um still or ideas that are still current based and still make decisions based on uh, islamic theology so um i think i think that's a great answer and if we can send that um, friday sermon excerpt so out there along is, with there, this episode. there is there uh, is
1: the friday sermon delivered on november 25th 2005 if you go to alislam.org you can read the okay. summary or something like that which talks about this um, this topic uh, in detail and about innovations and customs relating to marriages and it covers a whole array of other topics that are related to marriages but again okay. you know i don't i don't want um, you know personally i don't think religion is about uh, you know a religious uh, leader giving an instruction and that instruction is followed with with a you know heavy heart or anything like that i think i think religion mm-hmm. is not about that i think the quran is very clear it is talking about research and investigate and look at the heavens and the earth and travel in the earth and look at this and look at that. And it's all about observation and learning and all that. So mm-hmm. th- even when it comes to this topic, uh, this is something that, you know, really a person as, is a sincere believer when he understands what, what what his religion is telling him or her and what are the reasons why those instructions or commandments are given. So even right. in this case I you know I think the best thing is to uh to know um mm-hmm. why this decision is made or that decision is made yeah
0: mhm okay all right um any other final comments because, because I I I think uh this was very helpful for my kind of doubts that I had about dancing Um, The first thing that I take away from that is that, you know, you you should stay in principle, you should stay away from things that may lead you um, to more evils, you know, Uh, that that part makes sense to me. Uh, I'm still unsure about, you know, where I would kind of draw the link between, okay now I've gone too far or this would lead me into um, this wrong thing. Um, Because I I can think of, like, you know, uh, if I I have a daughter or if I have a son and I want to put him in, like, ballet classes at a young age because I think it might be good uh, for his physical movements, um, I'd probably avoid that given that, you know, in the future... I somehow set a precedence that dancing is okay in some ways. I can see that. I, I'm still unclear about the fitness classes, but I think we can talk more about that. Yeah, I mean, um,
1: it's 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 you know we have talked about these things in principle again. In principle, we, we yes. can we can't get into the details of uh, you know, well, I live in Toronto and and my daughter or son goes to that school in Brampton or something, and that, that's what they're doing. We can't really comment on all those specific. I mean every school is different every experience is different every case is different so what i'm right. what i'm what i'm saying is that we have talked about this in principle so you can make the best call based on based on um, your uh, knowledge and understanding of faith and based on what is best for your child and based mm-hmm. on taqwa. I mean, ultimately comes on about, um, you know, uh, righteousness. With fear of mm-hmm. God, you make the decision. Uh, you mm-hmm. don't want to um, make the life of uh, your your child so difficult that they're not able to assimilate in the society at all and that's one extreme and the other extreme is that you are so careless about it that they are involved in all these things and you know so it's it's ultimately i think it's a decision based on taqwa and righteousness
0: yes yeah and i think that's a great way to end um if you have any other questions or doubts that may come up for you related to, you know, struggles of growing up uh, growing up as a Muslim in a, in a Western country, uh, please do send them out to us uh, at the Conviction at Gmail.com. And you can also visit www.theconvictionproject.com to take a listen to all of our past um, episodes. And once again, this is the Conviction Project. Where we leave you with no doubts about Islam. Muhammadur Rasulullah 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 Muhammadur Rasulullah Salli
1: ala Nabiyyina Salli ala Muhammadin Salli ala Habibina